I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate Jam! Hi, Mel. Hi, Jess. How are you doing? I'm alright. You alright? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. It's a Sunday afternoon. It is afternoon as opposed to morning. It is. Podcast Sunday. Yay, Podcast Sunday! So, I've had such a domestic weekend this weekend. (laughs) Cleaned out the pantry today. Yep. It was great. Uh, And yesterday we had family optometrist appointments, which... Family optometrist appointments. I guess, well, I guess it's the whole family going to the optometrist, isn't it? Yes, it totally was. Yep. Super exciting stuff. Mm. But I... Uh, learned a bit more about how my eyes work, which is always cool, um, but also mm-hmm. raised some interesting kind of psychological questions about the okay. relationship between your brain and your body. Mm-hmm. So I've had glasses since I was 16. I don't actually need them to see. I can see perfectly, but I get headaches. Okay. What I learned at the optometrist yesterday is that I have... She, she had some acronym for it, but basically I notice little tiny details and differences and things that most people would not count as a detail or a difference. Um, okay. And so what happens is my brain is overcorrecting, basically, in looking for little details or differences. And that's why I get headaches, is because I have very, very slightly... I have slight long-sightedness. I can't yep. remember what that's called, but... Hyperopia. Cool, hyperopia. Long-sightedness, yeah. Yep. But the reason I can see perfectly is my brain rejects that and is just like, no, 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 we're going to deal with this. We're just going to see perfectly well. It's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I get the headaches. Right. It's because I've constantly got eye strain because I have no way to prevent that. Like, it's not a conscious thing. It's just what my brain does. So it's like... It's so it's almost it's developed it like a like a not a coping mechanism, but it's developed a mechanism to self correct the Yeah. The slight long sightedness. Yeah. Because it wasn't it's so slight it wasn't enough to just be like, Well, you know, as opposed to my eyes, right? Extremely <laughs> short sighted, it's not enough to just go, Well, screw it, you just can't you can't see anything. Yeah. So Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, so it's kind of like it, it, um, yeah, that's interesting. So it's just, it just, it self-corrects. There you go. You've got self-correcting eyesight. I've got self-correcting eyesight, which, um, it's not that self-correcting because obviously I get the headaches from the eyesight. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the side effect of the (laughs) self-correcting. But, uh, what, um, oh, and that makes sense. And so then you have the glasses so that your brain doesn't have to do that. Yes. And as such does not get strained. Exactly, exactly. That's what the glasses do. Where I was going with that, sorry, that was like a super meandering way to get to. I found that fascinating. I mean, because I find everything fascinating, but I sure. found that fascinating because that's just such a me thing to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know me, I'm I'm such a perfectionist. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, that, that wasn't like amazing you know the like beyond amazing that wasn't just the pathological perfectionist exactly that wasn't yeah. like it would be if somebody had done it in a movie so therefore it's it's not good enough and everyone else was like oh my god that's so cool i'm like no no 
no, I didn't do that right. Which, as you know, as as a fellow perfectionist, yes. often leads me to just not do things at all because I'm like, well, <laughs> I can't do that. So uh, just don't go there. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. But um, but I do I do often do things and then I'm super unhappy with the results. But um, I just found that so fascinating because I don't I don't know I'm you know I have no uh, medical background in either optometry or psychology, but it just kind of was like, is that such a fundamental part of my makeup as a human being that my brain like does that does <laughs> my brain I mean. operate in that way that, so much so that it's like down to the level of affecting my physiology but that's what i'm saying it's like it's like you're it's it's pathological yes. you're, a pa- you're a pathological perfectionist <laughs> i am <laughs> That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty, it's interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe you are. Maybe I am. Yeah, there you go. I know. I, I, think just like... I think that's pretty cool. As someone who can't see for crap without glasses or contact lenses. You think it's cool that my brain, like, forces my eyes Well, to... Well, I think my brain, <laughs> my, I, I, think my, I think my whole brain eye dynamic <laughs> is also somewhat perfectionistic in the sense of, well, this is a complete not a shit fight, so I ain't even going there. But to be Not fair, even going there. If your eyes aren't able to focus at twenty twenty, that is what your brain is supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and then thanks to the miracle of modern science, we have optometry so my, to help us the rest of the way. So my brain, like my attitude to life, is just like, <laughs> I don't want to know about it. Just don't bother me with this. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, yeah. you know, you're just like such a loser with your like, <laughs> you know, super successful own business and more work than you can handle and like yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I still don't really get the whole GST thing, but you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll get there one day. That's why we have accountants. Um, yes. But did you know that one of. <laughs> one, <laughs> do you know one of my eyeballs is self healing? <laughs> one of my eyes, um, the last time I got, went to the optometrist, which was a little while ago, and I was told that this can happen. Um, oh, I think anyway. Yeah. yeah it, so, vision in one of my eyes has gotten slightly better. That happened to my husband. Yes. Yes. Yesterday at the optometrist. He because he's short sighted, right? He's horrifically short sighted. Yeah. So I'm pretty horrendously short sighted. I don't think I'm quite. He's like really short sighted. Yeah. I think he's more short sighted than Have I am. Have you looked through his glasses without your contact lenses? Um, in? no, because I haven't like not worn my contacts since like maybe. Cool. 2004. But yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, no. I, he's yeah. I, if I if I recall correctly, he's much more, much blinder than me. But I'm pretty damn blind. It's not really saying much. And yeah, it. The last time I went, and I was told that that at one point, you know, that that that's how it would go. Like my my eyesight would get worse. You know, over my twenties, but it, the rate at which it would get worse would slow. And then I could get a little bit of an upkick. Ha! Huh. So at one point when I was considering, which I don't think I'm going to go down this road because I don't think I can be bothered, but like, you know, laser sur- <laughs> you know, laser surgery to correct your eyesight, things like that, right? Yeah. Um, at one point years back when I was thinking about doing that, they were like, no, 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 like, don't do it right now. Wait, because your eyesight will stabilize, but not yet. So don't get it done and then it 
I did goes to not shit again. know that was a thing. And neither did um my husband until yesterday when we had this appointment. Yeah. And the optometrist was just like, Oh yeah, I know that that's a thing that happens and he was like, What? Mm. Yeah, no, no, I knew I, I knew this. I knew this could potentially happen and it did happen the last time I went to the optometrist and so my eyes have always been the prescription in each eye has always been the same, so this is the first time that there's a difference. Because oh. one stayed the same and the other one got a bit better. Wow. And I was and I was kind of going like, you know, I went to the optometrist because I was like, oh, you know, I feel like something's not right. I don't feel yeah, like yes. I'm seeing properly. Yeah. And it was actually because one of it was slightly better. So that's really sensible. I went to the optometrist because uh, my glasses broke and that was my only pair of glasses and I went, oh my god, oh, sure. if these break for good, I'm so screwed. So... <laughs> I was able to repair them, but I... Anyway, so that was um, my fascinating story about the optometrist. But it was it was amazing, because I... Like, I mean, I don't... I, I genuinely have no idea whether it's a coincidence that mm. this is a thing that my brain is doing and that that also is one of my personality traits, or whether <laughs> my brain is doing that because it's one of my personality traits. <laughs> I don't know, but it's so interesting, and I kind of like to think that it's because of one of my personality traits. Um, just because that's cool. Yeah. Well, let's go with that. Why not? It's Anything is cool. Co- coincidences are almost never cool. So, like, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Correlation. Mm. It's correlating science. So. Yes. While we're on the topic of uh, very exciting uh, domestic adventures, I believe you had a fun at the bank uh, recently. Not, well, actually, it was a little while ago now. Um, <laughs> see, you... You find you you do sort of random things and find them interesting, and I do random things, random domestic things, and I just get super annoyed. So, <laughs> you know, this you isn't angry. a this isn't a story about you know this isn't a story where I, I you know I did you know I went to the bank and I was so enlightened by this new thing that I learned. <laughs> it was like I went to the bank and I was so fucking pissed off and you know. <laughs> understand all the more why people do things more and more online and don't go in and do things. But yes, um, so this was actually a while back. I had a lot of energy about this when it first happened. I've since mellowed on it a little bit, but my God. <laughs> what happened, Mel? Why is everything so, why is everything so difficult? Why is everything so painful? Why is everything so hard? I'm in a pissy mood today. So this is not helping. I'm in a really irritable mood, but yeah. Why do we go, why do we have to go out and do things and it has to be like more complicated and the more that they try and do customer service stuff, it's like, it's just dumber. So, okay? again, with my, like, silent laugh that does yeah. not show up well in a podcast. Yeah. she's doing it again. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here pissing myself. Yeah. I've, like, literally uh. got my head in my hands and I am shaking with uh. laughter. I'm just getting started, Jess. Oh, we haven't even got into it yet. Honey, All right, I love so. your rants. I love okay. them. Come on. <laughs> well, it's kind of... me. I'm ranting away. Uh, Mel's Tales of the Mundane. Um... <laughs> So, alright, so what it all happened, I had to get into the bank because, this was a while back, a few months back now, uh, before I went overseas, because I had to get, like, I have a travel money card. Okay. Um, so, you know, so that I can use it, like, instead of using my credit card overseas, yeah. I use, you know, you load money up on the on the cool. card, and, you know, and you know what I'm just going to say, I'm with CBA, and mm-hmm. so I've done it all through CBA, and my experience like you know i'm fine i've got like a bajillion and five accounts with cba you know between having like credit cards and savings and fpos and loan and an offset account and you know i've got all this shit with commonwealth bank and they've got a really good net bank system set Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and i do you know most of my stuff through there it's very quite rare nowadays that you have to actually go into the bank to do stuff so anyway i have a travel card yeah 
And as you know, with most other cards that you have, yes. And there was an account attached, and it's linked all up to my net bank, and it has money on it, mm-hmm. right? So when you, you know, when a card's going to expire, mm-hmm. they send you out another one, right? Yeah. Like with your Earth Boss card, your credit card, your everything else card. Well, with this one, they don't do that. Oh, okay. That's okay? annoying. So what they do is they send you, like, you know, it, when it's about to expire, they, they, they send you some kind of notification, I don't know, email, something, or via the net the net bank account. They send you some notification and they say if you if you want to get mm-hmm. you know, if you want to get another um, account or if you want to get another card, you know, contact blah blah. So alright. Maybe you can appreciate this. Like we get bombarded with shit. Oh yeah. So this one random whatever notification they sent me just I yep. don't know, went somewhere. Ether. I just into the ether. I don't even know if I saw it. I don't even know if I got it. If they emailed me something, it probably got filtered out into mm-hmm. some other thing. Mm-hmm. Yay, Gmail. It's mm-hmm. very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I haven't realised that this thing is expiring slash expired. Meanwhile, I'm continually logging on to NetBank, and there's the account coming up. There's the money in the account, right? But so it's not giving you a notification on NetBank? No. Okay, that's yeah. ter- That's bad. Yeah. We'll get to that later. All right. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. And that's part two of the rant. So, anyway, it comes time that I gotta get all my shit together to do this trip. Yeah. And I grab the card. Yeah. And anyway, I get the card. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, shit, this is expired. This card is expired. Yeah. How do I have a card that's expired and I don't have another card, but I've got the account still open on my net bank and there's money in the account? Yeah. So I'm like, shit, I need another card. And this is like days before I'm going to go as well. Like if I'm leaving on the Thursday or the Friday, this is Monday that week. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, okay, shit, I've got to go to the bank and try and get another card. Because when I originally got this card, I got it from the bank and they gave me the card. Mm -hmm. Not they sent it out. They physically gave me the card. I got my spot it, yeah. and it was going in like 24 hours or 12 hours or something. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bank because I need this card and I need it now. So I go to the bank and like... Mel's pulling faces. This is where it begins. Um, this is great Because that was all set up before. This is where it begins. I go to the bank. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I walk into the bank. Yes. They're, the bank's... You know, it's it's different to the banks of yore, where there's just a bunch of tell. Like, so now they've you know they've got the front desk and they've got the customer service lady, and she comes up to you and she's like, "Hello, and what do you need?" And like, so she's not the person that sorts your shit out. She's just the person that sees what you want. Yeah, she sends you right? to the person who can sort your shit out. Right. So I say to her, "Oh, I have a travel." You know, I have a travel money account with the bank and um, it's just expiring, so I need to get... I need to replace the card. Yep. Um, I, I haven't... Like, I've said it quite clearly. Like, I've had... Like, I said it very clearly. I'm much clearer than I just said it just now, but I said, I have a, I have the travel money account, the card is expired, and I just need to get a new card. And she's like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, keep in mind, she's not the one that is going to arrange this for me. Yep. She's like... 
Oh, yes, I'll just get someone to help you with that. Just so you know, there's a $15 fee for the car. I'm like, I already have an account. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not looking to open an account. Like, I, I just need a new card. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I thought you wanted a, a, a travel money account. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, why would there be a fee when I've already got the account? And yeah. She's like, oh, no, sorry, you're right. It's, it's not like that. It's... Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. All right, we're off to a cracking start. And she's like, I'll just get someone to help you. I'm like, why are you talking to me about the specifics if you're not even the person that's going to organize it for me? Yeah. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so we're not even, she's not going to do it for me. She's just going to direct me to someone. But then she's telling me, oh, it's this, it's like this and this and this. But it's not even the right information. She's not even giving me the most accurate, like the accurate in- information. Yeah. Her job is to know who I'm to like, direct you. To don't. Do. I was like, okay whatever. So I'm like a bit, all right, I'm a bit annoyed at this point. <laughs> so then I get to, I can't remember his name, Joe. Let's call him Joe. We get okay. to Joe. Hi, Joe. You know, Joe from CBA. Joe, if you're listening, I um, think you're about to get raked over the coals. And so I'm already like, I'm already a bit, I'm G'd up. And then I'm kind of stressed because it was a busy time and I'm yeah, going to leave in several days and I was, yeah. you know, like working like a dog at, at that point and all this shit. And, um, and I'm organising this stuff because I was, like, working like a dog up until it, that's just background, but anyway. So I get to, you know, all right, Joe, um, you know, I'm like, mate, I need, you know, I need, I've got this account, you know, and he swipes your card, looks up, oh, yeah, your account's and this, and, and I go, oh, I need, you know, I need the card replaced, because the card expired. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine, we can, we can send it out to you, and it, it'll take two weeks, and this, and I go... I actually right. need a card. I need Nate. a card now because I'm going overseas, like in a few days. Like yeah. I can't wait for two, you know, a week or two weeks for it to come in the mail. Um, when I got this card initially, they gave it to me on the day, and I'm hoping that you can do this. Oh well, you know, you know, you're meant to like when it's about to expire. You're meant to. That's when you're meant to sort of contact. Them. And I'm like, why do I need to contact the bank to get a new card? When I still have an account, oh, but you know the account, but the, the but this account is ex- expired. It's like how's account expired when I can go onto my net bank and I can look it up and there's money in there. I'm like Joe, there's money in there. How? Wh- so where did that money go? Are you saying that money just ceases to exist? Like the card expired and the account's expired and I have to tell you if I want a new card? Like how am I? Like what? What are you even talking about? I'm really hoping and, you guys can hear the hand gestures because um, they're they're amazing. Oh. Uh, Fuck. Anyway, like you know that you know that Jackie Chan meme where he's like, you know, yeah, and his hands are out. That's like this is what I'm doing right now. But so he, yeah. So and he's like, and, you know, he's sort of putting the onus back on me, like, oh, you, you know, you're meant to, like, that's why you're meant to request one and all this shit. And I'm like, look, you, you know, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I need, I need a card now. Yeah. How do I get a card right now? And he's like, oh well. We can open up like another, you know, we can give you another, we can open up another travel money account and give you that card today, but there's a $15 administration fee. I'm like, um, you know what? I'm not paying it. Like, I'm, I need the card today and I'm not paying an administration fee. Sorry, but you haven't sufficiently notified me. If I have to request another card, you have not sufficiently notified me that, that this card is expiring and I need to request a new card. All right. Oh well, you may you get an email. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You should get a letter when, about that. Oh, thing. mate. I, you know what I love? 
I'm just you like mellowed. Oh about my this god! Yeah, yeah. This is, oh, like, I was like spitting fire. I was later. spitting fire about this. This is mellow Mel, guys. This is mellow. This is me being mellow, mellow about Mel. it. No, but you know what? Because sh- you know what shits me what about shits the bank. You? you know what fucking shits, shits me about. So like they make out like, oh well, you know, we sent you like one or two things about this, and you've got to like first of all the concept of having to request a new card for an account that's still active is fucking beyond idiotic. Like, I don't do it for my credit card, I don't do it for my FPOS card, why the fuck am I going to do it for this travel card? I'm laughing One. Because I'm, I'm silently laughing. Two. Ah, oh, you notified me. You sent me an email. Did you? Do you know every single fucking time I log onto the fucking net bank, the first thing that comes up is, do you want to increase your credit card limit? Increase your credit card limit. Increase your credit card limit. Increase your credit card limit. No! I don't want to fucking increase my credit card limit. Like, no. every time I log on, before anything, bang, it just comes up. Before I can even get into my accounts, bang, increase your credit card limit. Like, that is what I should be getting if this card is expiring and I've got to request a new card. I should get, log on to the fucking net bank and bang, it's up there before I see anything else. Yeah. But no. So... But no. So I just... Fucking cracked it with Joe, and I'm like, look, I need a card now. I'm not paying the ten dollar fee. I've got how how many accounts, how many fucking bank accounts do I need to have? Because I'm no shit. Like I've even got one. It's like not even my account, but my name's on it. It's like another family account. I've no shit got like six accounts, yep. six or seven accounts, yep. including a home loan. Yep. Did including a credit card. Suggest you could take your home loan elsewhere because I find that surprisingly effective. No, I didn't need to. I didn't even need to go there. I didn't even good. need to go there because you know what? Joe made it happen. He's like, oh, okay, I'll get you another card and we'll, I've got to debit it out, but then I'll credit to you back the, the $15 or $10 or whatever it was. So I got it. I got I got the card on the day. Thanks, Joe. Didn't have to pay the administration fee. You got there, bro. But like, holy crap, man. Like, I had to pull out the whole, you know, you haven't notified me sufficiently. I don't care what you're saying. I've got X amount of bank accounts with you guys. I've been with you my entire life. Fucking CBA, they get you with that damn dollar mine account when you're in kindergarten, you know? Yeah, I let my dollar mine account and like, fade into the ether. Or whatever, like they're all, you know. <laughs> but yes, they do. It is. It is. No, the dollar mine account is legitimately a marketing exercise to get kids oh, it's, to bank it's, with it's, Commonwealth it's, the rest of their lives. That it's is actually financial the enslavement. It. Like, it's just, you know, get you started because why are you going to change it? That's, that's how they get you started. That that's how they get you. what a Commonwealth. The fucking the dolomite. dolomite that cutesy little bullshit, whatever the hell a dolomite. I don't even know what the fucking dolomite is, but you know. It's a marketing. Well, yeah, game. but it's like it's a do- but it's some anyway. Yeah. So yeah. It's like the chippy monster. The fucking bank. So like, but they just they just shitted me up the wall, man. They fucking shitted me up the wall. Like their shit is illogical. They charge these bullshit fucking fees, and then they stick the chick in in the front, like you know, they stick the fucking customer service person at the start. That, like, adds nothing to the fucking equation and gives me the wrong information. And you know what? I was like, I'm not in the fucking mood. So fuck you, bank. Anyway, that's me. That's my rent done. Fuck you, bank. <laughs> cool beans. Oh, Mel. Mellow Mel. Yeah, oh, Mel's, gonna, Mel's gonna mellow now. That's, I'm gonna that's... mellow down. No, you're not. Simmer down. No, you're not. Oh, well, you know. Because <laughs> I know what else we're gonna talk about today. Oh. And you ain't gonna mellow. But let's talk about something else that happened that was a, a hot topic of conversation this week for our little squad. Gang, yep. Now, I want to kind of 
talk about this in two parts. Mm-hmm. Because there was an announcement. It's a two-pronged issue. It's a two-pronged issue. There was an, yep. an announcement, and the way the announcement was made was very specific, and there was a big reaction to it. Mm. Mel and I did actually talk a little bit about this beforehand because I really needed to sort out my feelings because it touched on a lot of different issues. Then there was a second announcement which kind of changed things. So I want to talk first about the first announcement. It's funny because it it sounds like you're prefacing something super, like, I don't know, like some kind of political shift or... Some kind of world event, dude. This is a world event. Well, this is fucking major. This is, yeah, this is very. This is very important to me, which okay, I'll explain momentarily. So but yeah, the, what is Go. happening here? What we are about to discuss is the reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. that was announced earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before you get into it, yes. can I just say that yes. I have, I actually have mellowed a little bit on this because there have been some recent, some more. Recent yeah, and that's why I was saying is, the second. Yeah. Yeah, it totally um, changes the way. However, I feel about this, so I'm so I'm a mellowed a little bit on that, but with the initial yeah, with the the, we had a so strong reaction to the out initial, initial But I just want to say before we even get into it, I yeah, this this hits very close to home for me because it is serious because like Buffy is very seminal, yes, to my adolescence and my yes. upbringing. So I got into it when it was like on. You were like an we original were, Buffy fan, and I was a I was into it when like no one was into it. Yeah, so I'd be going like I'd be going to school and it'd be weird ass time at night on an obscure channel, and we were young, like we were really young. So yeah. like you know I'll be going to school and singing the Buffy musical song lyrics, and people were looking at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. Yes, um, and. That's probably still something that would happen, but now I have other people that would join in with me. But yeah, so but it was, you know, Buffy was a very important thing to me at a time where it was like, I, you know, nobody liked me and I wasn't cool and I hated everything and life sucked because I was a teenager. And it was one of the thing. it was one of the, the, like the few things at that point in time that made me feel less shit about life. So yes. Buffy... And it, it, Buffy in its original form, and by original I mean the TV series and not the movie, because originally it was a movie, but Buffy the TV series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yes, is very important to me, yes, and hits home very closely for that as well. So that's why in a lot of my you know feelings, I'm very defensive and protective <laughs> of it. Of Buffy. So, yeah. Look, yeah. I came, like many fans, I came to Buffy later because, you know, when it was mm. on... My parents were pretty strict about my TV habits. Um, you know, it was on really late at night. It was, you know, before the era of binge TV, it was really hard. You know, if you missed an episode or something, it was hard to catch up. Oh, my God. So you I actually had to wait every week for an episode to come out, and it would have aired in in America like six months before, yes. and then here it's like that's yeah. that's the time period it was. Oh, my God, was, I forgot yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. was such a thing. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. so glad I was able to forget about that. <laughs> yes. And so I came to Buffy later, as many modern fans do, and mm-hmm. so I binge-watched it. Because people had been telling me about this show for mm. so long, and, you know, my... It's um, very much up your alley. ...housemate had been absolutely obsessed with the early works of Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. which is fairly enough. The early, and I stress early, early. works of Joss Whedon were yeah. fantastic be great if he'd evolved with the rest of us but anyway let's <laughs> for later in the discussion you know and I so I binged all of Buffy and Angel 
in like one mm. go. And I, I think I actually purposely did the whole alternating the Buffy and Angel episode, so I watched the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you watched it, it as yeah. it was, yeah, as, um, as it was intended. Yeah. And and I loved, loved it, absolutely mm. loved it. I even loved Angel. I mean, Angel's a weird show because it's like you love the characters, mm. um, but then when you kind of think that you want to go back and spend some more time with them, you can't actually think of an episode that you want to watch. Mm. That's what I found with Angel anyway. But Buffy, Buffy, there are so many episodes I am always happy to go back and watch. Like I, find, I, just, I love it. I freaking love it. Yeah, I find for me, Angel, the, the first two seasons are largely forgettable. Yes. For me. Yes. Yeah, the later seasons I can get into. It. I mean, I, I'm big, massive Wesley fan, so I don't really feel like he came to his own sort of later. Well, I mean, he was a, a comedy character on Buffy yeah. in the first season of Angel, yes. and then he evolved into mm. a like actual. I mean, because you know, when you were a series regular, you have to have more depth than early Wesley. Yeah. But <clears> you know, I mean, he, he evolved so beautifully. Like, yeah, such yeah. Amazing character development, and actually, you know what? I think that's what Angel did really, really well, well with that character mm. development. Mm-hmm. But then so did Buffy. Yeah. So well. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. But anyway, we anyway, digress. So Buffy, Buffy was groundbreaking television. You know, this is Buffy was written bef- was was aired before the golden age of television started. Before television was an artistic medium and it pushed the boundaries of what television could do Mm. in so many amazing and different ways you know it it experimented with the format it said fuck you to different people in in amazing ways i mean the episode hush where um someone told joss whedon that it was all just witty dialogue so he was like well fuck you let's not have any in this episode which was amazing um the episode the body where there was Ugh. no background music and yep. the, if I recall correctly, was it in real time? No, it wasn't in real time. No, it was no, no it, wasn't in, it wasn't in real time, but it was just... But it, it, it had no it, music. It was, and yeah, it was, it was the no background music, no, to, nothing to contextualise oh, it, how much it... Such compelling... Yeah, just how it changed the whole... Hitting, like, it just, like, right in the feels. And I, think, and I think that's the thing, it felt, it felt like it was in real time because of that. Yes, you know I, I, mean? I think you're right. And then there was that thing as well of it, you know, because it was an episode about a significant character death um, in, you know, for a show that's quite supernatural in the most oh, natural yeah. of ways. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a most completely human natural... of ways. Um, yeah. I, always, I always felt like that, that, that whole thing of, you know, the body and there's no, there's no background music, it sort of underpins that sense of there's a loss and there's something missing. Yes, so much. But, yeah, anyway. yeah. So it works on a number of levels, but it was, but we're getting we're getting we're getting sidetracked. We're so, so we're getting sidetracked. Buffy is amazing, and we've not talked about it yet um, so, on this podcast. But um, yeah. anyway, so Mel and I are both very very passionate Buffy fans for different reasons, mm-hmm. um, but you know equally. Yeah, but certainly, um, yeah, we're both both super into our Buffy, and you know it's a show that I think what it started in like ninety six or ninety seven, and it yeah. ran for seven seasons, and you know so it was wrapped up about by about two thousand and. 2004, 2000, something around there, right? So by the early to mid 2000s, yeah, yeah, it would have wrapped yeah, yeah. up. And we're now in 2018. And, and we're in the land of the reboot. Yeah, where everything it's in like, its dog is getting freaking rebooted. Which is like, in some cases, it's like, okay, sure, you're doing this. And in other cases, it's like, why are you doing this? And very occasionally, it's like, oh, okay, you might actually have a new story to tell here. But mm. those are very rare. And Okay, so this is going to get 
this is a really difficult subject because you know it's really hard to talk about all right, I'm just gonna jump in here. Do you want me to jump into yeah, it? Because, you jump yeah, in. all right, because 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 this is where Jess I got is stuck. Jess is umming and ahhing because she's because I don't she, she's got two sides. You know, she wants to be like you know she's she's no, you, know all, she, you know she's all for positive like she's all for female empowerment and diversity and all of that. Not that I'm saying I'm not, but but Jess is you know super into that and. So she doesn't want to shit on that by being not happy with the whole reboot idea. But I'm going to say it. I'll get into it. So the issue is, they've said, they initially were coming out saying, we're going to reboot Buffy, but Buffy Summers is going to be an African, you know, a woman, a woman of colour. And I'm sorry, but Buffy is not a woman of colour. Buffy Summers is this blue-eyed, blonde-haired, no, she actually isn't green-eyed, but you know, she's blonde-haired, she's Sarah <laughs> Michelle Gellar, all right? She's this blonde-haired, Californian chick. Like, she's... She's a stereotype, you know, she initially is like this stereotypically like kind of like, I'm a teenage girl, I'm super cute, I'm super popular, I'm a cheerleader. Like, she's this cheerleader, she's meant to be this stereotypical cheerleader who has this awesome amount of powers, and she's a chosen one, and she uses that to like slay, well, slay vampires and all that kind of, of thing. thing. Was there that's the part whole, of the initial like, thing. Embracing the stereotype while breaking it by being an And it develops, it develops from there, right? So, you know, they've gone, well, we're going to have this character, you know, we're going to do Buffy, but Buffy's not going to be Buffy. This is the issue. I don't care. Like, it's not about, oh, because i got a woman. It's not... <laughs> I'm all for, for diversity in TV and in movies and in the arts. I'm all for diversity. Let's have, you know, great roles for men, women, um, you know, trans white actors. people, trans... You know, yeah, various Asian ethnicities. People, African people. Nothing shits me like in House of Cards where they had that, you know, very obviously Indian chick playing a Latin American woman. And <laughs> the whole thing was like, yep. you know, she, and they made a point of, oh, you know, she's got that position in the White House because she's, la you know, she's Latino or whatever. Yeah. And, she and it's like, but she was not Latino. Not, and it's like, there's, um, there's a bajillion Latino actors they could have gotten to play. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. So my issue is like, so that's that's Buffy the character. You want to have you want to have this kick ass woman of color being a Slayer. Great. Let's make that. another make a Slayer. That is that. But don't call her Buffy Summers because that's not Buffy Summers. It's like Black Panther. They didn't make him Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't make like it's like have another character. That's what I'm saying. Like a, like. Like, she, she's that character. Buffy Summers, that's Buffy Summers. If you reboot it and make Buffy... Like, she's not going to be Buffy anymore. She's not Buffy anymore. That's yeah. the thing. She's, got, she's, she's a chick called Buffy that has a different storyline and a different personality and a different attitude and she looks different and she's never going to be Buffy Summers. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like Superman is a bit different because... And, and I know we probably differ on this. For me, I feel like Superman is different because Superman's a comic book character that's been played by many different actors over the years. Now, I know... I realise sure. that Buffy has been played by two different actors and is now a comic book character but the comic book character came afterwards and you know whilst the Buffy movie with Christy Swanson was like cool and all Sarah Michelle Gellar made that role yes so this is a character who came to being but through the television show and she was portrayed by Sarah Michelle Gellar but the whole point of like Superman or Batman or whatever is that when they get rebooted and when they get remade it's the same kind of character it's the same kind of person. It's the same, like, they don't change... Like, 
the thing is, the point, the problem is, is that you can't change something fundamental like ethnicity and then go, oh, it's, but it's the same character. But it's the same character. It, because it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, because ethnicity is so, more than your skin colour. Yes. So, where I kind of came to... And you can't, and then, and then to make it work, then you have to change other fundamental aspects of the story... Yeah, that's and they're, true. They're like that's that was my issue with it. They're gonna cha- like it's they're gonna oh, they're gonna call her Buffy Summers, but she's not really Buffy. Like she's gonna have all these other things that are different, and maybe her friends are the same, and maybe they're different, and maybe whatever. Like when you know when Batman's Batman, Batman you know Batman's always Bruce Wayne. He's always the same kind of guy. Yeah, and- he's always got the same backstory that his parents died. He's always got Robin as his like sidekick. It's it's those things stay the same and they recreate them and they yeah, and they do them in different is ways. White privilege, so well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, yeah. So you can't really change that. Look, I guess my point is, Buffy is this kick-ass empowered character. So preserve that. Preserve her as she is, like you would preserve Superman, like you'd preserve Batman, like you'd preserve any other character, really. You know, she, that, that's her character. That's her story. You want to reboot, reboot the whole concept of, like, the Vampire Slayer? Great. There's a bajillion ways to do that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Buffy Summers. So I, I struggled with this a lot during the week because on the one hand I'm like, yes kick-ass roles for young women of colour, that's fantastic, we need more of that. On the other hand, I was like, I don't... Well, I don't want a reboot of Buffy to start with because the, the original was amazing as it is. And yes, some of the... Some of the feminism, I guess, and progressiveness in it has dated a bit, but that's okay, you know? Like, it's it's very much product of its time, and it was amazing. Yeah, and, and for, the, for the time, it was brilliant. I finally kind of found a place that I could be comfortable with with this I read an article which I meant to save so that I could attribute it it quoted somebody basically saying that the fundamental problem with rebooting Buffy um, and casting Buffy as a woman of colour is that we need to find original roles for young women of colour like what what you're saying there is that you know it's token diversity it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not got genuine to, we, diversity. It's it's tokenistic. It's, we've we've got to rehash this in another form because a, oh. a woman, because a kick-ass woman of color doesn't warrant her own character. Yes, you know what I mean. And 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 it's setting and it's setting up for failure because it's like they're gonna put this. They're gonna they're gonna make it Buffy, but it's not really Buffy. It's gonna be changed Buffy. It's not gonna stack up, or it's gonna it's gonna create issues with yeah. the comparison to Sarah Michelle Gellar Buffy. And this and kick-ass woman of colour is going like, to get shat on. Yeah, and then people are going to be like, it's not as good because she's a woman of colour. It's like, no, nice. that's not it. It's because why are you rebooting this thing that didn't need to be rebooted? I, I'd, I'd have an issue with Buffy being brunette. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had I had issues with the, the Superman movies when they made Lois Lane a redhead. You did. I did not have problems with that. And I honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with the black Superman because he's a freaking alien from outer space. But, you know, that's me. Yes. Sorry, I'm just looking for the article that I found where I, you know, came to this point of view because I like to attribute uh, ideas that weren't mine. It's actually a junkie, well, it was a junkie article that we saw, but the particular, it was tweets from a particular... Yeah, who's the, there, there she is. Lady, Angelica Jade. Angelica Jade. Angelica Bastian. Okay, at Angelica Bastian, thank you for tweeting that. You have helped me so much come to a place where I could feel comfortable about having negative opinions about the Buffy reboot. Yeah. Um, and also, the, the other side of what 
and this is not something that I did help with. The other side of being uncomfortable about the Buffy reboot is Jess Whedon, honey, you were great in the late 90s. You were, you produced some amazing stuff, and I will love Firefly forever. Mm. But your politics has not evolved with the rest of us. And I mean, back in the back in the day, you were the guy who said, you know, when someone said, "Oh, why do you keep writing strong female characters?" and you said, "Because you keep asking me that question," and that was amazing. Then, but here's the thing: it's now time to ditch the the the, the rape stories and the sexual assault stories and the like weird things impregnating people stories and like you treat your female characters like shit in a world where we've evolved past that now and I don't any longer have faith in Joss Joss Whedon's abilities as a feminist storyteller. You know, look at what happened with uh, Gamora in Avengers Infinity War. Like, that whole storyline was crazy. Like, she can't... if, if, If Thanos genuinely loved her, he couldn't have abused her like that and sacrificed her. That is not love. I'm just... Uh, now I'm silently laughing because I just feel like saying, this should be the time where I tell you I haven't seen Infinity War yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going, come on, I'm like, what? What's I've, she talking just, about? I've just spoiled it. Is she talking about I that? I majorly spoiled Infinity War for you. I'm so no, sorry. Whatever. I don't mean... I'm, I'm so behind. I'm so behind on my movies. I, You know, I, I think to... I think I think uh, you know I think good old Joss has gotten a bit he's gotten a bit shit hot with the Avengers movies and um, you know he thinks he's a bit shit hot and now he's a bit yeah I, I don't even think it was, I, I don't even, I'm not even sure if it's a lack of evolving I think it's a bit of a regressing well you you know what it might even be that and so I'm kind of like you know when it would say it was a Joss Whedon held reboot I'm like oh no I don't want to I don't want to see that because for me. Buffy, I know Buffy and Joss Whedon are like, you know, mm. it, it's his thing, but, you know, Buffy is such a beautiful feminist, you know, I mean, yes, it's very problematic from a, a 2018 lens, but, you know, for what for its time, it was so progressive and so feminist, and it, and it, it just broke so many barriers and stereotypes, and I, I can't have a version of Buffy that doesn't do that. And you know what? It doesn't. You're, you're sort of giving it a bit of like a oh, in the 2008. It's not bad. Like it still stacks up all right. It's still oh, yeah, better. No, it's, it's still better than half the shit out there. Oh, it totally is. It totally like is. even from a 2018 lens. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just. Um. But yeah. I mean, and I think it was. I. I don't think we were ever gonna. I don't think we were ever gonna feel good about it being rebooted. We weren't in but... under any circumstances. But certainly, I mean, you know, changing aspects of the character but still calling like I don't know I just my, I think my brain just doesn't know what to do with that like how is it I don't know I just yeah I can't, I'm actually thinking I'm trying to think of any kind of reboot with the character called Buffy Summers that I'm okay with the only one that I can think of is let's get Sarah Michelle Gellar in and what's Buffy like in her 40s or whatever like that's the only that's the only Buffy reboot I'm interested yeah, in seeing like, what does middle aged slayer Buffy look like 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 a revival like yeah. what they did with Gilmore Girls not that I'm saying yeah. that, that was good or, because it wasn't but no it wasn't good but or you know but at, le- at least like the, the concept you could get behind yeah um, so, the Which, good news is, yeah. anyway. uh, later on in the week, uh, a clarifying tweet came out from the, the writer, director, somebody oh, who's heavily yeah, sure involved on, in it. Sure on it? Sure on it? Yeah. Anyway, saying it's actually more of a sequel 
focusing on new characters than a reboot. So the kick-ass black female lead is going to get her own character, bitches. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she is. So that's fine because that's how it should be. Like, that's what it should be. Maybe we'll see some of the old characters, like, drop in, which would be fantastic. Um, You know, I'd love to see a little bit of that continuation, continuity. But am I right? Um, But new, new... uh, new show, like uh, set in the Slayer universe. Yes, that is that's something I can get behind. That I am very excited yeah. about. Yeah, but am I right that the initial reports were yeah, it did. They like said new Buffy is Buffy, Buffy is going to play? Yeah, yeah, and it's like I was like no. What? Like first of all, no. Just no. general no in general for this reboot, and second, no, no, no. So, I mean, that's fine, and that's how it should, you know, that's how it should be. Like, it should be, what, you know, the Slayer, look, you know, spoiler alert, original Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show ended with all potential Chosen Ones becoming Chosen Ones. There is a plethora of things that you can do there if you want to have a Slayer, like a, like a, yeah. a, a rebooted, updated and, new Slayer and running around. And did in the comics. You know, I mean, well, there there are so many things you can do. Like you can do with that. Yeah, there are there are so many slayers to choose from. There are so many options. You know, maybe we're set in a world where all of the potentials who got activated have died in various God. ways, and now we're back to one slayer. I don't know. There are so many options. It's amazing. The possibilities are endless. And now that when we're talking about a new TV show set in that universe with a new slayer. I am right on. I am on board. I am excited for this, um, particularly because it sounds like Joss Whedon's greenlighted it rather than is being actively involved in it, which mm. I'm really hoping is the case. I don't think he's got much to do with it. Good. That's great. He's not the showrunner. Good. So the showrunner is, yeah, Monica Monica Owusu-Breen. Yes, And she Monica. put out this statement, and she goes, yeah, it's my star- Buffy the Vampire Slayers is my Star Wars before I became a writer, I was a fan for seven seasons. I watched Buffy Summers grow up, find love, kill that love. I watched her fight and struggle and slay. There is only one Buffy. Exactly, yes. There is only one Buffy. One Xander, one Willow, Giles, Cordelia, Oz, Tara, Kendra, Faith, Spike, Angel. They can't be replaced. Joss Whedon's brilliant and beautiful series can't be replicated. I wouldn't try to. But here we are 20 years later, and the world seems to be a lot scarier. So maybe it could be time to meet a new Slayer. And yes. that's all I can say. Yes, great, yeah. lovely, have a new Slayer. You know what it could it- also do? You could totally do a prequel with Kendra the Vampire Slayer because Bianca Lawson does not age. Oh my god, yeah, totally. She does not age at all. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a, you want to slay a woman of color slayer? Bang. There yes. She is, Kendra. Yes. So, so that is our, like, complete about face on that one. We were so upset about it earlier in the week and now we are all there. I am, I am happy. Cool. I am living for this. Yes. New Slayer show. Let's do it. Bring it. Hey, Mel. I think we should have a segment. A new segment, Jess? Why not? <laughs> Let's do a new Excellent. segment. New segment. I what, is, what love, is our new segment? I'd love to do a segment called Dumb Questions on the Internet. Dumb Questions on the Internet? Yes. I think we could... I think You think we can do that? Make many a segment about Dumb Questions <laughs> on the Internet. Yes, I, I think we can do that. So um, this segment is where we... Well, it does what it says in the tin. We find really dumb questions that people have asked on the internet, and we answer them. We answer um, them. We have a laugh. We, with judgment. We judge. <laughs> we judge. Sorry, people on the internet, but we're judging you. 
Because you're dumb. Uh, okay, so, Mel. There are no dumb questions, just dumb people. Yes. So, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm just going to do a little, because we're not about stealing content, a little shout-out. We are not about stealing content. A little shout-out to www.zarias.com, where I found this fun article about some really dumb questions yes, that, have like been, they... that have been collated from Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers is truly the source of all uh, stupid questions. It's, um... Special. <laughs> I don't know. We've got so much in front of me right here. I All don't right. even know where to start. Um, and some of them have been answered, which is quite funny. Uh, so there's one here. <laughs> Alright. So there's like the question and then there's the explanation under the question. Um, Alright, so one, yeah, so a solid one. What happens if you paint your teeth white with nail polish? <laughs> and, it, and underneath it says, my cousin always does this and her teeth are really white. Is this bad for you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yes. It is bad for you. Yes. Your cousin is probably going to die. <laughs> uh, from slow Yuck. poisoning. Doesn't it taste gross in there? Probably. Dude, get yourself a toothbrush. How does it dry? Colgate. How does it dry? Would you have to... Maybe it's like quick... Maybe it's like that quick dry, like the 60 seconds L'Oreal. Yeah, like, even... Like, I don't think I can keep my teeth dry for to, 60 seconds. I just don't think I can do that. You'd have to keep your mouth open. Like, you'd have to, like, fan the lips out. Like, like uh, lip out. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 make a great photo. Make a great photo. We're the most amazing faces um, right now. Oh, yeah. God. Um, please tell your cousin to stop no, doing that. They're going to die. Um, please tell them to good. go and see a doctor. Just um, don't. Just don't. Just fish brush your teeth. There's nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned toothbrush. Um, yeah, if you get want yourself, Get yourself one teeth. of the... Get, get, like, the electronic one. If you're lazy and you don't want to move your arm too much, like, just get the... get the Electric toothbrush? toothbrush yeah. Yeah. It, get get yourself some, you. like, toothpaste with bicarb soda in it. Yeah. Um, slightly, like, you know, just very gently abrasive. Like, don't put fucking nail polish in your mouth, man. Colgate Total Advanced Whitening is my favourite. It's my personal favourite. And I have fantastic teeth, so... There you go. I'm pretty sure that's the same one that I use. Well, Is it like in the gold tube? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good hey. one. I like that. Hey! <laughs> We're toothpaste twins. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this is... <laughs> person who genuinely thinks that if you have a laptop you therefore have access to the internet <laughs> additional details it's called Linksys. it asks for a pin but i don't have one anyone know the pin, <laughs> anyone know the pin? are you sure that's not a fishing it's exercise for internet connection <laughs> i feel like that's a fishing exercise oh well <laughs> wait where do we start with that one i don't know i did I don't even know. Yeah. Dumb no. question. We're not going to answer that. Do you think do you think humans will ever walk on the sun? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's <laughs> like underneath there's more information. I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking and thought how crazy it was that a person walked on the moon 
and Mars. I was just wondering if you think a person will ever be able to walk on the sun. Walk on the sun too. I'm thinking it might be though. Uh, okay. I know it's really hot, but I'm. <laughs> I know it's really hot, but I'm thinking if you go in the winter when the sun is like thirty degrees, I bet they can do it. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. I'm really hoping, dude, that you're like oh, man. 12 and you the haven't sun, done a whole lot of stuff at school the yet. The sun doesn't have seasons. What do you mean? A 12-year-old knows that. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. So, firstly, people haven't walked on Mars yet. Um, that is a thing that yeah, will I know, happen, right? but, it, but it hasn't yet. We have it's walked like, on the moon. We even start with We've that. We've not walked on Mars a person cannot walk on the sun, firstly because the sun doesn't have a surface. Yeah, no. The way that, like, and the it's, moon it's, and Mars and Earth have a surface. It's and not secondly, seasonal. Because, yeah, the either. sun is not colder in winter. We're just further away from it in the, winter. The sun is the sun, and it's fucking hot all the time. It's a star. It's, it's like, a, 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 per, a permanent nuclear reaction on a scale unimaginable to humans. So, no. Have you heard the tale of Icarus? He got too close to the sun and, and he his burnt. wings melted and he burned and he died. Yeah. Um so no. Okay, sorry to disappoint <laughs> you, dude. But that's not a thing. This has um <laughs> Okay, I've got another question. Okay. This has uh no additional information, so it's just purely the <laughs> question. Alright. I was bitten by a turtle when I was a young lad. Can I still drink orange juice? This <laughs> <laughs> is two non-sequitur things. Like there's just two unrelated. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna things. answer that and say no. There's an um, answer. Oh, shit, I'm, I'm gonna answer that and say no. You can't drink orange juice. Um, ever now. Um, because you're too stupid to be allowed to have orange juice. Best best answer. Best for answer this came yeah. up. Um, best answer. No, if you drink orange juice now, it'll activate the turtle venom in your veins and send you into a coma. Didn't anyone ever tell you this before? <laughs> yes, yes, that is the best answer. That answer is amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, but maybe if, um, maybe if this person drinks the right type of orange juice, like a freshly squeezed pulpy orange juice then it will activate the turtle venom in a really good way and they'll become, like, a turtle-based superhero. <gasps> like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes! Wow. Oh, my God. We can do a reboot! Yeah! Woo! Um... <laughs> the reboot, but this time it's a documentary <laughs> about someone who drank orange juice. After he got bitten by a turtle. <laughs> Serious stuff. Um, did Twilight offend any real vampires? Yes! Well, yes, it did. did it? <laughs> Question mark. Um, I'm pretty sure there are no real vampires, but I'm pretty sure that all of the fake, va- like the, the fictional vampires, <clears throat> got offended by Twilight. Now, there are actually several answers lifted here to this to this uh, question, and I think they pretty much encompass how Offensive any how, no, or how anyone would respond to that question, whether it be seriously or sarcastically. With one yes. answer. One answer <laughs> is Twilight must be erased from the face of the earth. Cool. Another answer is that would mean there are actually vampires. <laughs> And another answer is, yes, it did. 
And so did you just now. I'm coming for you. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. Oh, my God. This is great. I love this segment. All right. One more. All right. Oh, just one more? Okay. Well, oh, right, no, hang on. Oh, no. no, wait. I might just have, I might only have one more okay. as well. Um, how can I break my thumb more? I thought I broke my thumb. So I told everyone I was getting a cast. I want a cast. I went to the doctor, but they said it wasn't broken. So I need to get, so I need to get a cast before I go to school tomorrow. Help me. And please don't tell anyone... Uh, sorry, and please don't tell me, just tell them the truth. So okay. someone wants to know how they break their thumb right, more. Mate, I can actually help you out with this one here. So firstly, um, don't break your thumb because that's sure. a bad thing to do on purpose. It's a bad thing to do accidentally. Um, what you need to do is get down to your local craft store, buy yourself some plaster, mm, yes. and make your own cast. Yes. It's not difficult. Or you can totally paper buy... mache that you can paint white. Like There's yes. multiple ways there you can go. There are many ways to do this. Paper mache takes a while to dry, though. The plus is probably well, you know, more authentic. He can just he can just he can just prop up his um thumb yeah, yeah. and say it's like an invisible cast, like yes, know, Emperor's New Clothes kind of situation. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like new technology. It's like invisible braces, invisible cast. Um, yeah, no, buddy. If like, okay, you're a teenager clearly because you're going to school. So don't tell people the truth because teenagers are whack. And the rules that apply when you're an adult do not apply when you're a teenager. So don't tell them the truth, but do not break your thumb. Either just go and get a plaster cast, like, yeah, crafts it all, plaster of Paris. It'll be amazing. Mel's, like, exploding into her hand right now. She's trying to contain her laughter, so I'm guessing that you found another question for us. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I don't even know why I read that one out. There's so many better ones here. All right. Oh, God. I think this is going to be a repeat segment here on Chocolate Jam. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I've got three more. All right. Three more and then we're done. Three okay. more and then All we're right. done. Because we're in an hour now, so, but yeah. Okay. Okay. How am I sure I'm the real mum of my kid? I just had a baby and it looks more like the man I had my baby with. It doesn't look like me at all. And I'm scared that he was cheating on me with another lady and I had and I had her kid. This child is the best thing that has ever happened to me and I can't imagine giving my baby to the real mum. How do how do I know? Oh honey. Oh my god, okay, okay. Alright. Okay. So this <laughs> I mean, it is funny, but it's also not because funny. Because you started the question with, I just had a baby. That's how you know you're the real mom. Oh, no. That's how you know It is possible the to give birth to another woman's baby, but it is not possible to do that accidentally. It's an intentional thing. You have to do that very, very, very intentionally. There's doctors it is, involved. It takes a whole team of people and a lot of time and effort and money. It's very difficult. You can't accidentally have another woman's baby. But when you're a woman, so many of these having a baby. I'm so but glad it's you asked this one, Mel, because so many of these stupid questions actually speak to what happens when you don't have comprehensive sex ed. I was gonna say the need for sexual education at school because it's actually. I mean, it's hilarious. It is. Well, I think it's actually, kind of a g up, but I'm sure it is a g up. But it's it's kind of tragic that people might think these things. Like, how sad 
for a person who might think that their child is not their own because <coughs> they didn't have proper sex. <laughs> I don't ed. Give her up to the real mom. Like, you are the real mom. Oh yeah, my god. It, I feel sorry for that child. If, if a child, um, but you know, unless there are very specific other circumstances in which case you know about it, if a child gestates in your womb, then it is your child. I love how you're trying to explain this like idiotic question. I love how you're trying to explain an answer to this idiotic question. That's the same it is right a answer question. to questions. That's it. Um, well, how are you going to go with this one, Jess? Oh god, <laughs> Next all right. Question. What are you going to do to me? Is this as good as the titles of the orange juice? Because. <laughs> Alright. My favourite is when they uh, as they as they explain it further. Are there any autographs of Jesus Christ? I know there are autographs of Babe Ruth and John Lennon and George Washington. Are there any autographs of Jesus Christ that are either on eBay or in people's houses? <laughs> Uh, in people's houses, no. On eBay, yeah, probably. almost certainly. Probably. Yes. Whether they're legit autographs of Jesus Christ, well, we don't really well, know. But um... No, I think we do know whether they're legit. And I think <laughs> that is no. Maybe we'll get some theologians on it. Um, um, and yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything more to I say really to that. that any I'm going to go to the last question. All right, last question. Just... Hit me, Mel. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I swallowed an ice cube whole. And I haven't pooped it out. I'm really scared. <laughs> is it stuck? Yes. Yeah. It is stuck in your yeah. digestive tract. Yep. And now all the food that you eat is going to be cold. Yep. And forever. it's and it's called it's a it's a disease called intestinal gastrointestinal hyperthermia. <laughs> and That's um, like super like, you need to sounding. yeah it's it's gastrointestinal hyperthermia and you need to uh, go to Go see a specialist before you get uh, intestinal frostbite <laughs> from that ice cube that's stuck, that's stuck in you. Oh my god! But oh. in the meantime, keep frantically searching your poop. Yeah, yeah, because you never know. Just check that poop, buddy. Check that poop every time. And that's a segment. <laughs> and segment. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we got to do that segment again because oh, that was for sure. great. Okay. For sure. Um, thank you so much for listening to Chocolate Jam. Um, you're with Jess and Mel. Our theme song is Belgian Waffles by the Underscore Orchestra. Um, you can email us at chocolatejampodcast at gmail.com. Please follow us. Give us a like on Instagram at Chocolate Jam Podcast. Uh, uh, we're, we're on, on Facebook. Fa- yes, we are on Facebook. We are now, now on Facebook, Chocolate Jam Podcast. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Drop us a line. Enjoy. Uh, like, you know, give us a like on SoundCloud. Drop mm. us a review on iTunes. Um, yeah. You know, let us know what you think. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Let yes. us know if there's anything you don't want us to talk about. Mm. We'll probably ignore you and talk about you not wanting to talk about the mm-hmm. thing. That'd be mm-hmm. cool too. Yeah, we'd love some love from our listeners, which. Mel, I think we actually have some listeners. <laughs> we might now. be up to like eight. <laughs> I know, like we've been getting a couple we'll of likes on SoundCloud, and I'm we'll like, I don't think they're all bots. Wow. Yeah. So, um, Thanks, you know, guys. I mean, apart from our regular listener Tam, hi Tam. Hi Tam. <laughs> she might get halfway through this. I know, right? There you go. I'm Jess, and I'm Mel, and this is Chocolate, Chocolate Jam. Jam.